it has been nearly three years. But at long last, we have a lawsuit update. Yeah, remember when I talked about how appeals court might be going a bit slow last episode because of vaguely gestures and everything? I must have willed that into existence because on Thursday we got a sudden document drop. The appeals court made a decision, and as it turns out... didn't go as planned for him. Everything was denied, and as it turns out, apparently the trial and judge or whatever from 2019 made an error in that Monica Rial and her fiancé Ronald Toy should have been awarded more money! just a little bitch and I'm proud of it. But guess what, douchebag? That's not the point. Newsflash, I don't need special fucking powers to beat the shit out of you. You know why? Because I'm a bitch who doesn't give a fuck. You and your half-dead face can preach about hymens and demons and other weird words that supposedly mean shit, but that doesn't change the fact that if any of you fuckers get in my way, I'm gonna kick some twisted ass ass. You hear me, dick? I'm a hot bitch angel named Panny. And no matter what anyone says, I do what I fucking want! With any luck, with any hope, this entire stupid ordeal can finally be over. We'll know in due time what the grand total will be, but uh, for right now, as it pertains to uh, the man behind the meme phrase, anyway, get fucked, dick lasagna, get out! And never come back. You're not welcome here anymore. Get the fuck out. It's wonderful when bad things happen to bad people. Have a splendid day, everyone. On a week where Fortnite continues to be... What even is this game anymore? Welcome, listeners, to Podcast ONA. Hello, everyone. Hey there. Good evening. I'm here to heed the call of the night, and not much else. Yes. <laughs> Sketch is uh, filling in for uh, Andrew because he's off. Uh, last I heard, he was off on a quest to find the Dragon Ball Durag. Yeah, we had to call in our relief Andy, so to speak. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Thankfully, uh, Sketch won't say anything super salacious or uh, regretful. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hard to top uh, 
what he last said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sure was a moment in history, but, um, yeah. Also, I come with uh, big news from a guy on the internet. From From what this guy understands, this show will be headed to Disney Plus soon. You can take his word for it because he's a guy on the internet. And he totally doesn't follow 10-month-old press releases because if he did, he'd know that that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Well, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say that it's probably going to be on Disney Plus in Japan. But that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. That's how I feel about leak, quote-unquote, leakers in general. Like, if you're reporting shit without a source, why should I believe you? And why should anyone believe you? I was like, okay, okay, see, okay, see, you are like, no, under normal circumstances, this sort of thing would not bother me. But in this case, it is irritating because, like, literally every known fact would suggest this is sketchy, and I've seen, and yet I've seen people with big followings just, like, Talking about this as though it's confirmed fact, even though, you know, there's always a morning this. Okay, it's not well, okay. going to Disney jail. It's not licensed by Disney. Stop being stupid. Okay, okay, like, look. Okay, look. The industry gets upended all the time. I'm not going to sit here and pretend it is, it is not totally impossible that Viz might have that Viz might have handed it over to Disney Plus for whatever reason. But as of the moment, we don't know that. There's nothing to suggest that's happening, so, uh... Wait before jumping to conclusions. Yeah. Wait until you hear something from Disney or Viz. Or, you know, you could go back to that press release from last December specifically stating Viz has full rights to it, but hey, when has that ever stopped anyone from acting like an idiot on the internet? (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. It, uh been a little chaotic recently uh, with everything still very much happening. Uh, There were some other things that happened that we can't really talk about because we're not going to be back for a full show for a while. I'll just uh, throw it out here. Skate the Infinity! OVA and second season announced. Awesome! I like that very much. And apparently uh, Crunchyroll, not content with just upending and acquiring right stuff, they're bringing back the Anime Awards next year, and they're going to do it live from Japan. I'm sure that's going to be a glorious train yeah, wreck. And here, all I wanted to say was, croup, there it is. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Q-Tech and Pony Canyon are joining forces for some kind of production company thing with a terrible name. It's like, it's like the name of that company that Gwyneth Paltrow has where she sells <laughs> um, things I'm not going to mention out loud. Not all the products are weird. No, but most of them are. Yeah, the rest are just scams. <laughs> <laughs> i always be scamming. But, um, yeah. So, I think it's time that we... Uh, Stop putting this off super long because we're already halfway through the season. So without any further ado, but the summer season first impression rundown thing begin. Hit the music, future me. Very good music choice. Uh, 
whatever that is. So, yeah. So, the summer season is here. It's been here for a while. And thankfully for all of us and all of you, it's been a bit of a lax season. It's more like a catch-up season for all those shows in your backlog because this season is uh, not super great. I suppose that's... Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a very light season. There's some much-appreciated sequels in this season, and there is a lot of trash. (laughs) More so than usual, but uh, we'll we'll get to that in in due time. So, as the the rundown goes, we start with some spring leftovers that are just sort of lingering around. And we start with uh, a show of the world's pastime, football, a.k.a. soccer, in this heat in this country, Awashi. I hear it's been uh, very much a soccer anime, yes siree? Uh, yeah, uh, I've been keeping up with the dub. Uh, I do like the show for the most part, but uh, there are definitely parts about it that are very frustrating. Uh, basically, that uh, pretty, much all the, uh, pretty much all the coaches suck. <laughs> oh, so it's just like uh, the, real football then. Okay. The the lead guy seems really obnoxious. Uh, mostly, uh, uh, he uh, he kind of uh, he kind of is, but uh, he becomes more endearing with time. Uh, but uh, mostly, uh, uh, but mostly uh, the kind of annoying thing I'm alluding to is uh, the thing that comes up towards the. Uh, second half of the show, which I'm currently on, where uh, the main character is uh, basically forced to switch positions, and it, and it was revealed that like the whole reason he got invited to the soccer league was to play that position, and like none of the two, and like none of the two just told him that told him beforehand they wanted him to switch positions. So uh, he's like very understandably upset about getting let on for like literally months, and it's like, why would you do this to someone? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting strategy. Yeah, certainly something. Uh, so yeah, that's been annoying. So that's been annoying plot line, but uh, it's been it's been going in a pretty interesting direction with that. So hopefully it'll work out. But like, uh, yeah. Besides that, it's uh, so a pretty nice looking show. Um, soccer animation is like actually pretty good because you know production IG. And, uh, Karen Strange is really, really, really good at the lead the dub, so there's that. So, uh, yeah, I'm keeping up with it. Okay. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Uh, enjoy the footy, but, uh, yeah. Uh, there's more sports anime with the form of the badminton show Love All Play. I couldn't tell you a thing one about it. Uh, I watched an episode, I watched the first episode of it, it seemed fine, but I just, like, never got back around to it, and I don't think it got dubbed, so, uh, yeah, it would have dubbed. I think that is my experience as well. Like, it was fine, it just didn't really grab me. Yeah. It didn't grab you by the shuttlecock, you mean? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Not, not like that... Uh, salaryman badminton show, which I do want to get back to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, can't win them all. 
but then we have the, I believe, still ongoing fourth season of Kingdom. Uh, so uh, I got to cut. So uh, I need to finish season three, actually, uh, to which uh, in a sudden surprise twist that uh, season three's uh, body dropped and uh, it's a total cast rehaul. Yeah, no more Canadian cast, it would seem. It's gone to NYAV Post. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty, uh, obviously you're not going to sit here and go over the whole cast, but uh, it's pretty interesting looking cast, pretty interesting looking cast. Glad they got a lot of uh, cool Asian-American actors. Uh, always nice at NYAV Post and that sort of thing. And uh, hey, Seth and Fu is a lead, so that's cool. Huh. I think it was uh, Kaiji Tang was uh, mentioning that he was super thrilled with how many new actors were cast in the dub. Uh, so, oh yeah, he's played a narrator in it. Hmm. Cool. I, I'm sure there's going to be some folks that are disappointed that it's not keeping the same cast or most of the same cast. But uh, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I mean. Um... Cold Howard did a pretty good job uh, for what I saw of the uh, season one, uh, but uh, the rest of the cast, uh, great. So uh, not complaining about the recasting here. Mm. Okay. Yeah, and then then we have the uh, rom com of the pile uh, that's carrying on in a sea of rom-coms that are getting a little too crowded. A couple of cuckoos. It's been... Eh. One week since you looked at me? Yeah, uh, I mean, I watched... It's been more than one week since I looked at this show. Yeah, I mean, I watched the first couple of episodes. It seemed okay, but I just, like, never got back around to it, and I've been... Really, this has just gotten, like, progressively trashier with time. That's kind of a shame, because uh, I liked the creator's previous series, yeah, but I did something which is... Specifically, the first half of the manga, the back half of the manga, kind of sucked. I'm going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I was pretty amused by what I saw of it. I'll probably get back to it eventually. Pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, those are the only shows that are really carrying on from uh, the uh, spring season. Now we got to make mention of a couple shows that as of this recording, are still unavailable. By the time this episode is up, Tekken Bloodline will be up on Netflix. I'll be sure to talk about it uh, some other time. It's just we don't have it right now. Though I did notice one of the Netflix accounts mentioned a whole lot of things about uh, the show, where it was produced, who was handling it. I mean, there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah. And unfortunately, still locked to uh, Disney Plus jail for all of us over here. Summertime rendering is still not up yet. What the hell's taking so long? Yeah, who knows? Maybe it'll show up on Hulu eventually. I mean, it could theoretically be up on Disney Plus. I mean, they're they're putting up R-rated Marvel movies on there now. Yeah. Got Deadpool 1 and 2. Yeah. We're one step closer to Die Hard being on the Christmas section on that platform. (laughs) 
It is a bit weird to log on to Disney Plus and see Logan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a bad weird, just just kind of kind of weird. Yeah. Well then, uh yeah, only two sh- only two shows we have that are really unavailable that are worth uh, mentioning. And now we get to what's become a very customary large pile of sequels. And we get to start with a sequel that is nine years in the making. And it's one that I know uh, some of us, and especially I, am quite happy about. It's just a gaggle of idiots all around. It is the second season of The Devil is a Part-Timer. <laughs> Black Donald's order took way too fucking long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll admit I have not got the rapid I know I should, but like, because I did enjoy season one a lot, but I just yeah. haven't got the rapid it yet. Yeah, the first episode does a pretty good job in introducing who everybody is, considering it's been nine years since the show last aired. And I will give them credits. They they managed to bring back the uh, the NTE's l- language that Jamie Markey basically cobbled together for this, at least in part. Which can you believe she managed to pull that off perfectly? Like th- that's a wacky thing to do. Write a whole language. Like, impressive, impressive. But uh, yeah. Um, what well, no, I have to say, the animation is not as good. We've gone from White Fox to Studio 3 Hertz, and eh, the scenes do fall are off in a couple shot, couple shots, but that's to be expected from modern yeah. TV production. You might uh, say I'm not super fond of the uh, tweaks to the recipe. Yeah, though I will say they are still a bunch of lovable idiots in their own various ways, with an added twist. There's a kid involved now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun. And in the dub, Ian Sinclair's doing like a surfer guy voice for Gabriel, <laughs> which is uh, a choice. <laughs> yeah. Just watch the end of the first episode for all those wild reactions. It's just... You would not believe that these guys are commanding officers of hell. Nope. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Yeah, very, very fun time. That was actually one of the first shows I got into when I started figuring out this whole anime on the internet thing in 2013 because for a long time, I didn't have home internet. I was very late to the party. Mm. Yeah, it's good to have it back. Let's hope that we get uh, more of it because there's like... Have twenty something novels or whatever. Yeah, another twelve or ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of material to work with here. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just a, it's it's a it's a good stupid fun time, and um, it it's just I think this show ruined me for the whole isekai nonsense because why would I want to watch? some random guy get transported to a fantasy world, but I can watch supernatural entities get brought into our world instead. Well, that is just infinitely more fun because they're all idiots. You might like that Netflix show about the uncle. <laughs> 
<laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. His favorite Good. episodes of Inuyasha were the ones when Inuyasha went to modern times. <laughs> I mean, there were some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a part-timer. It's uh, very good. The recipe is still good, though. Yeah. A yeah. little changed. Yeah. It, it, you, know, you, know how, you know how inflation goes. The prices go up and the meat gets smaller. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. topical. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it wasn't. Yeah, don't we all? But I hear they're working to fix it, which is, you know, good. All right, and we have another, uh, actually we have several second seasons to talk about here, but our next one here is another show that's uh, a couple years overdue for a second season, Classroom of the Elite. Uh, that's another one I have just not gotten day round to, even though I did finish season one. Apparently the consensus is it's not as good as season one, which, uh... I mean, I know... That's rough, buddy. I mean, I know white novel fans, like, Hated the last stretch of season one, so if people are saying it's worse, uh... <laughs> yeah, I, I I recall liking a lot of season one, but by the end, I just kind of felt like, uh... <laughs> and then starting this second season, it's kind of like, uh... <laughs> uh, that first episode sure was a whole lot of explaining the situation. <laughs> And uh, they they have a particular task that they are charged to do, and there were a lot of rules involved. So, heaven help you if you were watching it subbed. (laughs) (laughs) And if you were watching it dubbed, you're probably really annoyed that uh, Crunchyroll doesn't have closed caption. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Crunchy... Just as a brief aside, Crunchyroll really needs to get on their on-screen signs subtitles game because it's getting kind of ridiculous. Why can't they just use the same video? Yeah, uh... Who uh, who knows? Even though literally every other streaming service has figured this out. It's real freaking bad. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, like, like, there's some stuff that is, like, not completely unwatchable, but it's, like, yeah, does border a lot of watchable because they keep holding that with dubs. With Classroom of the Elite, thankfully, most of the instructions are verbalized, but there was so many times in that first episode where there would just be Japanese text to explain who this person is, what class they're in, whatever, not there on the dub video. It's there on the sub video. So, yeah. Yeah. Dumb. yeah, do that and I don't know, make a freaking Vizio app for my TV over here because I hate using yeah, AirPlay. Uh, I'm hoping that's what their uh, big maintenance update tonight is, but uh, no encryption rule, I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I still have the Funimation app on my Vizio TV. It has, it's, it's, Barely gets updated with anything new except for pre-existing, you know, contractual stuff. And One Piece. Okay, I mean, credit words to uh, the Funimation stuff, so it has closed captions, so it's better than Crunchyroll. Yeah. Well, 
it seems like anything that they've uploaded recently maybe doesn't. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, no, I, One Piece definitely does. But, yeah, I, I mean, I've, I mean, I've been using it to finish up Dragon Ball when I thought it was happen, so that helps. Yeah, old, older videos for sure, but <laughs> seems like they might be slacking on the new ones. I, Fix yeah. your shit, Sony. Stop buying more shit. Fix the shit you have. Yeah. Basically. Uh, well then, uh, here's that, and uh, so we move on to another new season. This one, uh, not a second season, nor a third, but a fourth. The fourth season of Overlord. All hail the Overlord. It's almost as if it was only getting renewed so people could stop saying that Madhouse doesn't do multiple seasons. <laughs> well, yeah, it's still Overlord. It's still entertaining. And the CG might maybe not be as bad? It's, Remains to be seen. It's probably just as bad. <laughs> but it's been, I feel like it's been so long since season three that I honestly don't remember that well. Uh, Overlord continues to be something I should get around to, but if not. Yeah. You could it's, do worse. And we're at the point where we're playing a game of Civilization. Ah, uh, so I've heard. <laughs> I, I just is like, uh, I don't know how to run a kingdom. I'll just let Albedo and the other guy do it, and um, yeah, that, that'll turn out all right. Mm. Right? Demiurge never had a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, hmm. <laughs> yeah. More Overlord. It's it's more over. It's it, uh, it is more Overlord. I see that three times fast. Why don't you? It's the original skeleton knight in another world. <laughs> Still at uh, it. Yeah. All right. Now it's time to get creepy up in here with uh, absolute terror and horror. So much so that even Paul W. S. Anderson would. Uh, wince at it with season two of Made in Abyss. Uh, so I was keeping up with this for a while, but uh, I haven't watched the last uh, couple of episodes. And uh, I don't know, I might get back to it, but I might wait a bit, I don't know. Uh, like, uh, like the, the set design stuff is still pretty cool. And I so like these sets of atmosphere generally, but uh, it, uh, but the episodes I watched got a little too a little too much of the uh, uncomfortable parts of Indibus. Yeah, they vamped things up a bit here. I'm starting to think that it is the author's goal to just find new ways to disturb his audience. Uh, yeah, uh, see, I was uh. Not in the way I would prefer to be disturbed, frankly. Well, there's kind of a bit of column A and a bit of column B. <laughs> but yeah, the, the the fact that there's any column B is unfortunate, and I wish it would stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah, like I'd heard the last couple of episodes have been better about that, but it just got to a point where I'm like, you know, I can wait to, you know, I can wait to, I can wait to finish this. <laughs> They're going to dub it eventually, so it's worth waiting for. There are legitimately 
a too many moments of why was this piece of dialogue scripted in the narrative? Thank you and an explanation, please. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, one uh, interesting thing I will say I write was uh, when they uh, when they discovered like the whole kind of like weird monster town. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty interesting and uh, how it's effectively run by a uh, really messed up version of capitalism where uh, the way uh, where uh, the way you pay for things is. Okay, well, no, not pay for things, but, like, if you, like, take something from someone, uh, you have to pay them back with body parts. So, uh, yeah, there's your horror. Yeah, a little, uh, equivalent exchange going on. It's, uh, who knew the scariest thing of all was capitalism? Uh, there, there are a lot of interesting ideas being, uh, introduced in this season. I, I, I... I kind of wish we got more about that uh, that other group of adventurers that went down there earlier. Uh, I feel like we we will get that eventually, but yeah. I mean, I know High Dive probably doesn't do that sort of thing, but man, I wish that first episode gave it a content warning because uh, yeah, it starts off really, really uh, rough. I will say. Um, yes. Yeah, that, uh, that, that was, uh, it, it could have been more explicit, but we all know what was happening. And, uh, yeah. I'm thankful that I can't currently remember what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, you probably should be. Oh. But as this is, uh, Probably one of the shows that you've most paid attention to that we've been watching this season. Joe, do you have any other things to say? Uh, well, I, I, to, to, to go not spoiler happy, I certainly hope certain things happen with certain characters and certain things don't happen with other characters. And, uh, good God, this hole is fucked. <laughs> yeah, that was a worse comment than I intended. Let it be said. Uh, 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 t- okay, okay, yeah, there's our, there's our Andrew statement for tonight. He's burn spirit. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the concept of a whole city of hollows is certainly interesting. Uh, it's very good that the that the curse does not seem to permeate around that area. Otherwise, you'd be constantly like, no, don't don't go up. <laughs> <laughs> don't go up in that area <laughs> so it was a little worrisome at times but yeah there is a lot of uncomfortable moments sketch do you happen to remember that terrible thing that the uh internet inspired you to say to me in regards to uh, uh, uh one thing that's kind of flintstones-esque in in the episode oh uh well uh, <laughs> i forget who even said this but i think somebody confirmed that one of the hollow villagers is, in fact, the toilet. <laughs> Boy, that's a oh. real shit job. Uh, but clearly they like it. Because this... <laughs> I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, apparently, when people become hollows down in, down here, they at least they believe this to be the case, that they are 
rewarded bodies that they would want to have. Bodies that embody what they desire. Yeah, I think there's a whole lot of monkey's paw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it looks like we're finally getting some interesting background on uh, Reg. That's that's nice to finally get some of that. There's that. And yeah, lots of uh, lots of developments. But I <laughs> look if you couldn't make it through the movie. Don't don't continue. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> it is the best show that I can't recommend to anybody. Pretty <laughs> much. Uh, definitely. Watch at your own discretion. Yeah. Pretty much. <sighs> that one meme about uh, yeah, I'm watching this show that's like really good and really engaging and uh. I was like, oh, uh, what is it? Uh, can, I, can I check it out? No! <laughs> Please don't. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so don't expect it to show up on Tsunami in the future without some... Uh... <laughs> um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure like the beginning of... Uh, the first I feel episode. like they're constantly asleep at the... <laughs> Yeah, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. I see. I would think so, but uh, the first uh, episode is uh, yeah. I don't know anyone that's getting bad. It's me. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the people that I had to inform that there was a rough sex scene in an Sao season. Uh. uh okay. Yeah. This is... Which season? Uh. That. That would be Alicization. Yes. <laughs> uh. I was like, you know, maybe. Don't air this scene before the premiere of The Promised Neverland. Just an idea. Uh, <laughs> maybe they'll give it the uh, the room black box treatment if it ever airs. Well, that's uh, not the most creative censorship I've seen lately. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we'll get I'm, to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens, but like right now I would actually be surprised if it gets on Tanabe in terms of all the content it has right now. Uh, I don't think content will keep it off. Money will, isn't that right, David? Uh-huh. Or maybe they'll care about not being able to potentially air the movie first. Yeah, they definitely need to air the movie first. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh. Okay, uh, okay, okay, no, I would say since the news content is probably a little more rough than the movie. Or here's a joke. They'll have uh, High Dive stream the movie for free the week before it premieres on the block. <laughs> oh, the One Piece uh, method. You too can get through 200 episodes of One Piece in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I mean, you, all you can. Have to do, all you have to do is just not sleep. That's right. Because who needs sleep when you could watch One Piece instead? Arguments to be made. One Piece was crazy good this week. Uh, yeah. Okay, enough of that. Let's go to uh, this other sequel season that uh, High Dive has that none of us really ever talk about, even though it's been on for four seasons now. It is season four of Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? 
aka that show everybody says they watch, but they have never watched. We still don't have a fucking answer, by the way. <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't know. You haven't been watching. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, I uh, have not seen any of this show. All I know is Hesu uh, Design is nice, I guess, but uh, that's basically it for me. You know, I watched the first season, I thought, I sure would like more of this. And then the second season came out, and I, I kind of watched it. And then I just, I, I, I couldn't continue. I saw that movie. Yeah, I saw the movie, too. It was okay. I don't know. I mean, it's. I have no problem with it. I definitely would continue watching it. I just, it, it's totally on the back burner for me. <laughs> it must, it must be doing well enough for uh, Warner Brothers Japan to keep renewing it for more seasons. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it has an audience. Yeah. I just haven't prioritized it by any means. Yeah. And Rent a Girlfriend has lasted over 200 chapters, so. Uh, uh, Admittedly, uh, uh, I've been tuning out for the last couple of for the last couple of minutes because I saw something on my deal that uh, if it's real, uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna go nuts for a while. Uh, supposedly, uh, Cartoon Network has decided to do something smart, and we might be getting complete sets of Fosters and Eddie. By the way, on DVD. God, I hope so. I saw that things were being released on iTunes or something. Yeah, I saw Johnny least. Bravo, but I didn't see anything else. Yeah, apparently it's to commemorate the 30th anniversary of Cartoon Network, if it does happen. Cool. Put it on HBO Max. <laughs> I mean, it already is. I mean, they were on HBO Max. I'd like to have it on disc. Please. You'll get oh, DVD those only. Yeah, like those, it. those those ones were on HBO Max. I was <laughs> yeah. not. Uh, I think I was talking about Johnny Bravo. Oh, but the uh, Cartoon Network, you got you have only one job to do for Ed and Nettie. Big picture show. Please. Maybe some of those groovy music videos. I'll take those too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Best friend play. Yeah, that is season four of Don Machi. Um, we'll come back when season five gets announced. <laughs> Probably. And maybe by then, one of us will actually watch the whole show. All right. Maybe. And all right. Now, for what I believe is the end result of a massive fan campaign to demand more after Amazon kind of screwed it over uh, early on in its life, we have, I believe, season three of Dropkick on My Devil. I blame Amazon for me not really keeping up with this. Probably. Yeah, it's a show. I seem to recall being amused by it, but uh, I don't even think I could explain the plot to you right now. Uh, hmm. Let, let me see. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> 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 okay, here's what, here's what Wikipedia says. A Japanese human which named Yurine Hanazono summons the Amiya Jashin evil god from hell. Unable to go back to hell by herself, Jashin spends each day unsuccessfully trying to kill Yurine while simultaneously spending time with her and various acquaintances from heaven and hell. Oh, okay, uh... 
So Urine is just a human, or was she a witch? This got three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, didn't the first season, like, infamously flop, and then they just somehow managed to make more through, like, a Kickstarter or something? Yeah, here's what happened. Season one was locked to Amazon. I believe home video releases that were uh, print-on-demand, so DVDRs, BDRs, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But because it, sell, it sold well enough, it got a second season, and it actually got to air on TV in Japan. And the third season came about due to a crowdfunding campaign. So and I thought the clear... second season was for the crowdfunding campaign. No, the second season was for DVD sales. The third season was crowdfunding. So uh-huh. there definitely is an audience for this. Good on you. I feel like I'm surprised that this has gotten as many seasons as it have, and, like, Gabriel Dropout never got more than one. Yeah, that sucks. Hmm. I bet that, Joe. Hmm. Well, who knows? Maybe Crunchyroll will announce the second season sometime, though uh, depends on how much material they have to adapt. Uh. (laughs) I mean, they do have it. That they do. Yeah, Mm. so, uh, yeah. That's that. Good on you, uh, niche audience for this show. Okay, a couple more second seasons uh, to talk about here. We have the second season of Love Live Superstar to talk about. I admittedly have still not watched a Love Live show. Uh, I did not finish season one, which is a shame because I finished like when I saw season one a lot. Yep, no, never watched a Love Live. Uh, Love Lives are pretty uh, enjoyable instead of someone who uh, otherwise does not really care for idle things. I haven't hated Idol Master for whatever that's worth. <laughs> My only knowledge of Love Live is from like the first season when the girls are in like kiss makeup. That that's that that's the extent of my knowledge. I know that Nico Nico Nee is a thing. Or was at least. Yeah. We are not the audience for this show, if you can't tell. Uh, as, <laughs> as, uh, uh, like I said, I I enjoy Love Live, but I am not done. Yeah. Keep All getting right. specials and seasons and concerts and movies, so clearly it's for someone. Yeah, so, uh, it, uh, it, uh, yeah. it makes it makes Bandai Namco a lot of money. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, it, it yeah, like it and it, it, it Gundam are pretty much just uh, Sunrise's uh, eternal go-to franchises now. They make pretty much nothing else. I mean, they make other things every now and then. Uh, every now and then, but otherwise it is mostly those two things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, to be fair, those two things, they make a lot of money, but it would be nice to get other things that gave away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it would be. All right. We have other things, though, like this here, the second season of... Shadow's House. Has the production held up somewhat this time? Uh, I mean, I've only watched a couple of episodes of the dub so far, but uh, production seems to still be pretty 
solid, uh, still, uh, pr still pretty good sense of mystery and atmosphere, so, I said, Absum, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been doing it a lot so far, it doesn't seem like it's going to be a repeat of that adaption that does not exist at all. <laughs> yeah, haven't finished the first season, though I'd like to, so I haven't started the second. Same. Yeah, uh, yeah, everybody we complained so far is that the second opening is nowhere near than the first one was. Ah, well. <laughs> also, the first ending was <clears throat> so good. Ah, uh, yeah, it was. So yeah, there's that. And we have the second season of a show that jumped ship from Netflix to Crunchyroll the 3D CG Saint Seiya Knights of the Zodiac. Uh, that is another thing I... Sh well, I don't know about should, but I may catch up on, because actually, I'm pretty sure I did watch both halves of that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. As, as, I mean, I mean, I have uh, my problems with that show's adaptable choices, so angry about making to a girl that was really stupid. Why would you do that? Just why? Uh, but, uh, I mean, eh, okay, I mean, I like, I mean, I like the English cast, at least. Um, Bryson Vegas is a really good say-up, and, um, Adam Gibbs is really good, Vicky, and all that jazz. And, uh, hey, and, like, and, hey, thanks to that, we did get a really good uncut Netflix, I mean, a really good uncut Saint Saint uh, that, uh, is currently lost of the winds because it's off Netflix now, so, uh... Toei, if you'd like to keep that to Sentai, please, and thank you. Hmm. I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. That that would be cool for Sentai to get, since I believe ADV has the DVD rights to the old Night of the Zodiac dub from uh, Deke long ago. Okay, I mean, the dub that was on Netflix was dubbed by Sentai, so... Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Oh, I do like the fact that despite it moving to a different service, it seems to be dubbed by the same people. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Toei is still paying the production for that, so, uh, so probably still be done by Sentai, and, uh, interesting to note, uh, this is technically a prelay production, uh, so the English audio is actually being made first in this case, which is probably uh, which is probably why it's the same cast. Interesting. Not gonna complain about it. Yeah, and same day sub and dub release. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or is it the dub? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Apparently right. not. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the uh, sequels of notes. There are. A couple more that are sprinkled throughout this uh, list here, but they don't deserve to be in the same company but for one reason or another, so we'll just move on. And oh boy, we've got ourselves a steaming full trash pile this time around. <laughs> a more sizable roast pile than normal, because uh, yeah, we have some... Oh boy... Let's get started with some... Um... <sighs> Harem in the Labyrinth of Another World. 
Uh, yeah, I did not watch. The... Uh, okay, here's the thing. I mean, like, I saw the previews. I mean, like, I saw the images of the main girl going around. And thought they look cute. And then I saw what the purpose was. And I was like, yeah, no way. I'm watching yeah. that. And uh, then I heard what everyone was saying about it. And I was like, yeah, definitely no way I'm watching that. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Really, really, really wish uh, the Bulb Slave fetish thing would stop this. Yeah, yeah. so this show has two red flags to it. Number one, the more significant one, being that, yes, we are talking about the S-word again, which... I believe I heard that was in the original title? Yes, and Crunchyroll (laughs) wisely took it out of, uh... on their end. Doesn't change the fact that it's still in the show, but... Uh, and second, uh, admittedly not as important as the other thing, but still, because this is Crunchyroll, they only have access to the on-air version, which has some of the most egregious censoring I've seen in a long while, rendering the show in its current form completely unwatchable. Now I gotta disagree there. It's definitely better than, uh, oh, what was that? Uh, harem at the end of the world or whatever. Because <laughs> that end that harem. was that was yeah, world end harem. Yeah, that was like straight up just black marks. This kind of creatively has uh, like pop up windows to say you cannot see this because he's in a game. <laughs> if you want to take it in as like some kind of gag, sure, but. What once again, like the gap between what what can be shown on television and actual pornography is shrinking more and more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there, there's no way around it. This is softcore porn. I do wish Sentai had gotten this one <laughs> for the purpose of actually watching it. <laughs> Yeah, but they'd have nowhere to put it because uh, I'm pretty sure High Dive isn't too keen on having that kind of stuff up, you know, for forever. Nor are there uh, Saul Goodman masters nowadays. Eh, I don't know. They've uh, they've had some pretty uh, pretty bold stuff on High Dive. I, I, I mean, I mean, aside from that show. When we're entering the realm of penetration, that's a different ball. That's a different league altogether. You could have said ball game. <laughs> I could have, but I didn't. Yeah, here's, here's the thing that's just straight up awful. This uh, says actually has some very uh, sensual moments. It's too bad she's his slave. <sighs> Apparently they're all his slave. Is that is that where it goes? Oh boy! <laughs> Y'all, these guys need to cut it off with this uh, with this slave thing. You're not even beating around the bush at this point. <laughs> you know the thing the the thing that I kind of find funny if this was just like straight up smut, nobody would probably care that much. Oh yeah, that frankly is what it is. If it was actual smut. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I mean, like, yeah, sure. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be, like, totally, yeah, or whatever, but it's like, 
I, I, okay, but I mean, if Sasha can get big with it, I mean, I'm not gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and, like, bother you about it, but if you're gonna, like, pray around the actual show, uh, stop. I mean, I'd much rather it be full-on hardcore, you know, in that regard, because at least it'd be a little more honest with what it's trying to be. Like, if you're going to be porn, just be porn. Passion! Clearly, Japan just needs to start allocating an actual budget to their erotic animation. <laughs> well, Instead of giving us whatever the fuck Redo of Healer was. Oh. Ugh. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. And also, uh, don't do drugs out of... Um... Let's just ah! move on. <laughs> I knew where that was going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. Um, I I find the the character design with like the floppy dog ears to be unusual. Like typically the the dog girls don't have ears like that. So that's oh actually a wolf girl I suppose. Wolf. She's a wolfkin. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting design choice. Mm. Well, uh, on the topic of furry porn, there is another show here that is worth mentioning. It is this season's Comic Festus show, caressing the nipples of my hibernating bear. What a title. And yes, I'm mentioning a Comic Festus show on here because technically speaking... This has been licensed over here. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, the main company running anime, running the Anime Festa thing, they actually have an English-language website dedicated to a lot of their, I'll just say, products. And they actually have their products, being manga and these you know, shorts in an uncensored format. Here's the catch. Because this is a uh, adult website, you have to pay for everything individually. <sighs> These are six minutes long. You are not going to get people to pay like 300 Diamond coins or whatever, which is hot, which is, I don't know, 10 bucks just to watch that. Uh, yeah, that does not seem like a very wise business model. Yeah. As far as the show goes, it's. It's whatever. It's very much whatever. I had to actually look all this up just so I could talk about it. You're welcome, everyone. Sure. When I read that on the list, I thought you were just talking about the other show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, no, I did not pay money for this. Screw that microtransaction garbage. You didn't say you paid money. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not done with the smut yet because we have 
a second season to add to the roast pile. The second season of Rent a Girlfriend. Um, okay. This show fucking sucks. Uh, okay, okay, so here's my thing. Rather than watching Rent a Girlfriend season two, uh, I would recommend uh, just watching the Mother's Basement video on Rent a Girlfriend. That will tell you everything you need to know, probably. Like, most likely. <laughs> this, this show was bad already. But when you enter the realm of the main fuckboy literally forcing one of the girls down in, in just a bit of anxiety, trying to explain himself. No. Fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck everyone. Uh, fuck everything. Fuck uh, this. I'm not sure which moment you're talking about, but if you're talking about with Ruka, she was, like, grabbing onto him, and he pushed her down to say, Hey, you're adorable, but I do not want to do this. I don't have the self-control if you keep pushing this on me. Which is, uh... He's a terrible character, okay? He's I a terrible stand, character. I, I, st I stand by my various fuck everything. Yes, uh, that's right, but uh, at the same yeah. time, I was like, well, sort of points for, you know, not just going with the flow there. Yeah, so, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean, I don't know, like, I read, uh, I don't know, like, I was reading uh, Nicholas Dupree's uh, review on that episode where he said, where he basically, like, you know, like, where, you know, as terrible as he is, if he actually did just get played, um, um so maybe, <laughs> maybe, he, maybe he finally get for himself. Well, he actually, <laughs> he, uh, he rubs one out in the shower so that he won't be tempted. Uh, uh, yeah, uh. Are we trying to make our protagonists relatable? I yeah, yeah, like I was, uh, yeah, I, I was really amused by season one when I had it caught on to the fact that it wasn't going anywhere. But once I got to the end of season one and realized, wow, this has gone absolutely nowhere, I uh, didn't feel like watching more, and uh, and apparently that's just the entire manga. From what I hear about the manga. It goes nowhere for 200 plus chapters. Yeah, so uh, yeah, if I wanted to read a rom-com that goes absolutely nowhere for that long, I could just read Love Hina, and why would I want to do that? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's you'd want to do that to, to support your favorite politicians, Jet. That's what you would, would want to do. You know, I really enjoyed reading Love Hina when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Naru Naru Sagawa was definitely one of my waifus. I mean, you know what? It's not perfect, but you can just re read these going and it, it at least it at least goes somewhere. Yeah, but they're in high school. I want some college characters. <laughs> yeah, when you uh, <laughs> when you examine Rent a Girlfriend, you see that it's just a pale imitation of Lovina, with yeah. the rental girlfriend thing thrown in for no explicable reason. <laughs> yeah, which kind of just makes it even more lame. On that note, um, I, I hate Love Hina. I think it's one of the worst things like anyone's ever created, and uh, that main girl, Naru, well, uh, you know what they say, you can't spell country without uh, a certain word. 
I still think she had a certain charm to her. But I digress. Uh, everybody in Rent a Girlfriend is freaking insufferable in different ways. There's a, uh, there's a, uh, is that, yeah, I mean, mother, I, I mean, watching that Mother's Basement video did make me realize one thing. Uh, if you go on the show from the point of view that Kazuya sucks and deserves everything that happened, deserves everything bad that happens to him, Mommy is bringing divine judgment. It, yeah, yeah, Mommy is the, yeah, like, Mommy is the secret hero of that show. It deserves everything. Perhaps, though she's also kind of a psycho and I don't like her. <laughs> Okay, like sure she's a psycho, but Kazuya deserves everything bad that happened to him, so, like, that rooting, is so rooting for her, basically. That is true. And, like, look, Sumi's fine, but she's hardly ever around. I don't particularly like Ruka. She's annoying and clingy, and can't take a hint. And Chizuru is just too wishy-washy with her feelings, and it's annoying. And apparently it stays annoying for over 200 chapters, so why even bother? But I can't help it. I enjoy watching the train wreck for some reason. Uh, also, well, Alex Lay is uh, really killing it as Cosmia the Tup. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, uh, at one point, I... Okay, I mean, at one point, I will give it is that I did hear he got to utter the phrase post of clarity, so you know what? Good for him. I mean, I'm still not going to watch season two, but good for him. Yeah, that's fair. It's not for everybody. It is definitely trash. <laughs> it has... Basically, no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, if I want to watch a trashy hair rub gum, I have four entertaining options. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Nothing more need be said. The show's terrible. Now for a pair of uh, shows that I will be nice and call pale imitations of much bigger titles, like in the form of We Have Kirito at Home in Black Summoner. I have not watched this. Watched one episode. Uh, the guy apparently chooses to get higher stats by forgetting his past life. That's a choice. <laughs> yeah, what if Kirito was even more of a fucking insufferable geek? Yeah, uh, also, it doesn't take very long for him to be like, hmm, maybe I should get a slave, too. <sighs> my god. Stop yes. it. Stop doing that, Japan. Cut it out. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> get help. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, let's uh, carry on. <laughs> with what I'm calling, we have Kakuya-sama at home with... Stepsest in the form yes. of my stepmom's daughter is my ex. Why didn't they just call accurate. it my ex is my stepsister? <laughs> my stepsister is my ex. You could, you definitely could have simplified that title. Yeah, but, but that's not a Japanese way. You don't simplify the title. You make it more complex. If any. Uh, this is true. Yeah, so it's basically a game of uh, stepsest chicken. Does that yes. sound riveting? No? Well, good. Watch Kaguya-sama instead. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's not really living up to that theme after however many episodes. Like the the initial hook almost gets you with the all right. The first person to do something to that admits that we still have feelings for each other is gonna be the younger sibling. This is how we're deciding this. Okay, sure. And this does indeed lead to situations. Okay. Uh, But then it just kind of devolves into typical rom-com. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, uh, that's basically what I heard. Because because that part of the premise... Like, DDC will sell my point of the premise. I mean, it's trashy, but it does at least... Seem like it would be amusing, but if it's just a regular rom-com otherwise, uh, again, there are more entertaining options out there. Yeah, there's not nearly enough of the, um, trying to trick each other into admitting they still have feelings for each other. If that is the hook, (laughs) there's not nearly enough of that. Though the most recent episode did have a bit more of it. (laughs) Just a bit. I don't know. It's, uh... It's moderately entertaining. Oh, some of the side characters are... Well, <laughs> there's the one girl who wants to be friends with uh, the girl in the, in the, in the, in the, in the stepsest. Uh, she wants to be very good friends. She wants to be, like, part of the family. So there was, like, one episode where she tries to... Uh, force a relationship with the stepbro so that she could one day be part of the family and be sisters with the girl that she likes. Uh, there, There's an easier way to get to this goal, but she's uh, pretty uh, pretty out there. And then the, the stepbro's friend, who I would like to call the Watcher, fully admits that he's uh he's just in it for the show he's he's totally on board with uh step bro and step sis having a relationship and he just wants to experience this vicariously i just like to watch you guys oh denny 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 boy <laughs> denny two's great but three is a crowd <laughs> uh, uh... Yeah, again, uh, more entertaining rom-com out there. Assuredly. One might even say too many. <laughs> but start with Kaguya, and then maybe you can yeah. never watch another rom-com because it's clearly the peak. <laughs> uh, does this show have rap battles in it? No, I didn't think so. And as we all know, a good rom-com always has rap battles in it. As we saw in the previous season. Yeah, because we had two of them last season. They were, they were both excellent. Are you sure there wasn't three? I feel like there was three. There may have been three. Well, anyway. Know, are we, are we oh. counting your boy Kong Ming for some reason? <laughs> That's not a romance, but it is good, and yay, it's getting a dub. Uh, it might, it's romance of the three kingdoms, though. <laughs> bah! <laughs> Well played. Yeah, there's that. Well and at the very bottom of the roast pile, I'm sorry, Jet. We have to do it. Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Uh, yeah, this one just makes me sad. So, 
yeah, the bug is so great, and it's getting bogged down by, like, the most laughably, terribly animated production possible. That is unfortunate. You hate to see it. I was just really thrown off by Kent Williams voicing the lizard. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I did. Uh, like, I didn't pick the dub. The dub seems. Uh, the dub seems cool. So, like, I'm glad for that. But like, so, uh, but yeah, the production is really, really rough, and I haven't like caught back up on the show even the dub. So, like, if you like the art style and want to see something like that animated, watch Planet With. It's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah, like. Well, like Wild Planet with uh, reads a manga instead, and uh, you know, read Spirit Circle, especially since that's probably never getting an anime now after this, which is really unfortunate. Uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe someone will be gracious enough to uh, animate Mizukami's current thing because I just read his current manga, uh, World End Solite. The first volume of that was pretty good. Uh, so maybe that'll get an anime, and maybe that won't go through a really terrible production. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know why, but like, no one ever seems to want to animate me to comedy stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to talk about this otherwise. It's, it, it'll just depress me. Well, said, like, it is unfortunate. You know, yeah, like the source material is really good. Uh, I mean, uh, the writing is still. So, I mean, the writing is so pretty solid, but, like, you, it's hard to get past how bad it looks. <sighs> yeah. Most Just unfortunate. Very. Okay, well, that, uh, thankfully, that is, uh, the end of the roast pile. Now we can get into... The the new shows, and we will start with the uh, the good ones, and we get to start with a show that's truly after my own heart. It's vicious, it's violent, it's very sexy and very cheesy. It is bastard heavy metal dark fantasy. Save the pain for another day. Um, yeah, admittedly, I have not finished this one. I was pretty amazed by and what I've seen a bit so far, and I'm pretty amusing too, I do. I mean, I do like the uh, kind of very campy energy of it, and uh, it, does seem, uh, it does seem pretty over the top, which I appreciate. Uh, my, I, I think, like, the one hang-up I kind of had with it that kind of uh, kept me from burning through a lot of it quickly was that at the end, I felt like the animation style was, like, maybe not, like, super stiff, but, like, a little more stiff than I would expect for, like, the kind of comedy this is currently trying to go for. <laughs> I liken this to being a modern interpretation of a mid-90s OVA series. Accurate. I mean, that, that is what it is, but I mean in terms of actual visual style. Mm. Because, yes, this was a mid-90s OVA series that has now been given a, a, a second lease on life through this new series on Netflix, with we have the first half up by now anyway. Yeah, it's, it, it's a gruesome, sexy, fun time. Like, it, it's everything I like. This is like a D&D campaign set to heavy metal music. Eddie from Stranger Things would love this show. 
yeah, I, yeah, I am very amused by the fact that like these phones are named off of like uh, type music labels. That's very amusing. <laughs> music <laughs> artists, bands, individuals. Not to mention that the hairstyles are very much out of the 90s. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and uh, unlike JoJo's, they haven't had to come up with too many silly names to avoid yeah. references. Metallicana, which is just fantastic. Uh, so, uh, okay, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, they are at least more obvious than the JoJo's ones are. Yeah, though well, it's meant to be very obvious homages, so uh, I detected a couple other ones, like uh, Princess Sheila... Hi, Kagome. Fancy seeing you here. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you put ears on Dark Schneider's head, that's just Inuyasha. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. This, this is the kind of stuff I like. It's just everyone in the show, the main characters anyway, are dressed and look like they're just ripped from a 1980 metal album cover. Everyone is either chiseled or stacked. Sometimes both. It's a good time. Just don't take it too seriously. It itself does not take itself that seriously. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the fact that she has to kiss the, the young boy to release the dark wizard. It's very much a weird quirk, yes. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I was told, uh, I was told it drops out eventually, but then was very odd. Yeah. Also, weird how they have they have sort of settled on calling him Lucian when the name has been previously uh the like the Rushin or Rush or Rush. Uh, you uh, get it? Uh, uh yeah. Uh probably another case of uh, probably, uh, you know, another lovely case of uh, Japan uh, does not have the letter L in their alphabet, so but uh, so whenever the letter L comes up, it is usually like the it is usually replaced with the R sound. Yeah. And this uh, this is thrown off a, uh, this is thrown off many a tra- many fan translations. <laughs> so uh, that's why it's important. That's why it's important to look at official sources, kids. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, but when that kid becomes Dark Snyder, look out. He is the personification of uh, the phrase, fuck bitches get money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, fun time. Second half will be up uh, next month on Netflix, which uh, you can finish before every other show in the fall season takes over your life. Ah, uh, yeah, but in October, you get the second half of the Tiger and Bunny season. That too. Ah, too much stuff. That is way too much stuff early in October. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, good thing that this season is not that loaded, so you can spend time catching up on stuff. But, uh, we have some other new shows that are probably worth checking out, like this new show from Science Saru, Yure Deco. Uh, yeah, this was a, this one has been pretty fun. I haven't watched the uh, most recent one, but I am otherwise caught up. And uh, yeah, this has been pretty uh, interesting. It's got a really uh, colorful art style and that kind of feels a uh, little cartoony, but uh, in a very charming way. And uh, in a lot of in a lot of respects, it kind of reminds me of Dead Coil for anyone who's seen that show. 
I'm aware of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of has a like similar atmosphere in terms of how it kind of uh, in terms of the way it explores uh, technology in a very kind of a not silly way, but I guess kind of like through the eyes of uh, I guess ten protagonists in a sense. Except, in, except in this case, it's only two and not like a whole ensemble of them. So, uh, um, so, uh, yeah, I'm saying, um, so, uh, yeah, it takes place in, like, a, uh, sci-fi dystopia where, uh, everything, uh, 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 where, uh, everything is determined by how many likes you have on the internet, which is, uh, man, that is a terrifying prospect. <laughs> <laughs> the world looks better if you have enough likes. <laughs> and everything is censored. Oh, so, oh, so, um, yeah, uh, yeah, they have, like, literal... Con- yeah, they also have literal content police, too. So, uh, there's also that. So, uh, so, uh, so yeah, so, uh, yeah, so the main character is, like, a girl named Barry, uh, who is, uh, looking into something, uh, called the, uh, Zero Phenomenon, and, uh, in the process, uh, he runs into a, like, mysterious young person named Hack, at which, uh, f- at which, uh, fun... Uh, which fun fact? Uh, the world of this series is called uh, Tom Sawyer, like, and uh, the main characters are called Hack and Barry. So uh, I'm pretty sure you can get what the reference there is. Yeah, <laughs> you know what they say: Lace Tom Sawyer gets high on you, and the space he invades gets by on you. I'm pretty sure that was in the book. Uh, probably. This is the reason why you put Yuri Deco after Bastard, isn't it? Exactly. I'm very clever. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So the first few episodes are like Barry, uh, I guess Barry trying to learn more about Hack, and then uh, the show, and then the show takes a very uh, interesting swerve, and uh, just from kind of being a sci-fi, a, a kind of uh, dystopian, uh, kind of dystopian sci-fi thing to. Uh, or a sci-fi uh, mystery of the week thing, which is a very uh, interesting direction to go in, but I have been enjoying that chip so far. And uh, I also like uh, the other side characters that have been introduced. Uh, the main character ends up doing like a weird kind of detective agency, and uh, that is headed by a character that is headed by an androgynous character named Finn, because you know we didn't have enough time for references to this thing. Ugh. Yeah, Barry Finn. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. It has, like, a pretty good uh, sense of atmosphere. I do like a lot of the... I do like some of the themes it explores, like, uh, as, as, uh, like there's this one episode where it kind of, like, goes into uh, the whole concept of authenticity on the internet because there's, like, this one professor who's, like, really obsessed with cryptids. And uh, that's and once and like and once the characters who like update the Wikipedia page for Cryptid may because like a fake image of it is going around. Uh, but then the characters, you know, gradually learn that encrypted was never, you know, actually real to begin with because you know it's encrypted, but it was real to the professor, and the professor has to like delete the version of the encrypted he made because it's no longer accepted as a real one, and that's like really depressing. And so, um, yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of stuff like that, and it's pretty fascinating. 
Don't slip it up in the end, Isato. Please. I'm running out of chances with you. Please. Uh, yeah, oh. please. Please don't. <laughs> mm. Get back on your A game. We know you can do it. Uh-huh. All right. And now we get to, believe it or not, the first time we've ever talked about this franchise in uh, this kind of form. Ruby Ice Queendom. Uh, yeah, uh, this is a... Okay, I actually did watch the three-episode preview of this, like, a month or so ago. Uh, I was pretty amused by the... I was pretty amused by, like, wow, they really did just straight-up remake the first, like, half of season one with, like, a couple of minor tweaks. And uh, most of it makes it more comprehensible than actual season one, which is uh, kind of amusing in its own way. That's good. It's kind of hard to go back to early Ruby. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, Ruby had good fight choreography, but that was kind of uh, it's saving grace for a long time. And uh, this also has pretty good fight choreography. It has some really, really cool animation cuts. Uh, the show looks kind of uh, a little bland otherwise, but whenever there's an action scene, it goes pretty nuts. So that's cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, it was definitely uh, interesting seeing Ruby in actual anime form. Uh, it did seem like they were, uh, it did seem like there were some, like, minor differences, like they cut out Don's whole, uh, mini arc, which I'm grateful for because, uh, that was probably the worst part of season one. So, glad they uh... <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so glad that got cut. And, uh, yeah, there's a couple of new characters that seem to be, uh, they seem to, uh, see, I see, I'm not caught up, but I'm guessing, uh, from what's been going around, the twist is apparently why is this evil now for some reason, so I'm kind of curious about that. So, uh, yeah, I will probably, uh, is this, has this been dubbed yet? I will probably catch up in it whenever it gets dubbed. Doesn't seem like the dub's out yet. Yeah, sorry, I guess I'll just wait for that. So, why is Tobukata involved with this? Uh, who, uh, who knows? I kind of wish people would stop giving him money. That would be nice. I mean, Psychopath is dead, so, you know, who cares anymore? No, but it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, what, 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 what are you talking about? There was, there was never anything past season one. Okay, I mean, it was a pretty cool movie, but, you know, that, that's it. Nothing else exists. There's nothing else. Uh, well, let's uh, move on from a dead franchise to a franchise that continues to get uh, more and more significant with time. Though in this case, it's a different form with the newly premiered Futo P.I. Still can't tell if that title is an unintentional joke or not. Well, uh, for anyone out there who does not know what the hell this is, Futo P.I. is a sequel series of sorts based off a manga of the same name to Kamen Rider Double. So yeah, we're bringing in the Tokusatsu franchise of Kamen Rider into anime form, which 
I think is pretty cool. That's long overdue. Yeah, especially since Kamen Rider has not had the best of luck over here, considering... Uh, I mean, we had that one show on the CW in 2008 that came and went, but then there was Haim Saban's biggest failure, Masked Rider. <laughs> what if the what if the common writer character was Alf? That sounds <laughs> terrible. I know it was. It was the only one of those '90s Saban shows to not get an announced second season, and nobody has it because the company responsible for common writer wants it wants the whole thing erased from existence. Well, I have it on my computer, but. And you can find it on YouTube and all that other stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean, less said the better at this yeah. point. Hey, there was a crossover with the Power Rangers. That's probably the only time you saw it. <laughs> Power Rangers and Elf. Now that would be that good. sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have that uh, Hideaki Anu Shin Kamen Rider film coming out hopefully soon. Oh yeah, yeah. that'll be good. Yeah. I would tell you about it, but uh, I'd rather wait for this to get an English dub announced. That way I can start watching it because I'm stupid like that. But yes, this does take place within the Kamen Rider universe. From what I've seen of it so far, it's very good. Uh, It focuses on detective stories. And then occasionally they pull out the the superpowers. (laughs) Oh, that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I will say this: I do hope it gets dubbed, but I hope they break the norm and actually don't dub the announcer because that seems like sacrilege. Because <laughs> they got the same announcer from, you know, however many common writer shows, and it's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah, but they'll probably dub over it. Sad. Yeah, well, I mean. Just as long as there's something. Just as long as there's something. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty good so far. Yeah. I don't have any real familiarity with Common Rider, much less Common Rider W, but... Hey, it, hey uh, Shout Factory, maybe get on that. I um, I could be convinced to check it out because I'm... I'm liking this so far. Hint, hint, Shout Factory, come on. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. <sighs> <sighs> so yeah, there's that. All right. Now for the big hit from High Dive for the season, or one of them anyway. A very sensual kind of uh, show of its nature. Call of the Night. Uh, yeah, uh, I've seen three episodes of this, it is pretty interesting. Uh, so, uh, yeah, follows a, uh, middle school boy who's kind of, uh, going through, um, I don't, uh, I don't know if it's, like, depression explicitly, but I guess he's just kind of, like, getting, uh, exhausted with life, like, uh, there was a point where he... Uh, got asked that with asked that by someone but turned him down because he didn't really like understand the concept of love and that kind of like bothered him a bit. Uh, so he searched 
And so he starts going out at night because that just kind of seems like an interesting thing to do. Um, so, and uh, in the process of doing that, he runs into a mysterious girl named Dantana who uh, turns out to be a vampire and is uh, also pretty addicted to beer. <laughs> also, it's way too easy to get a beer as a miner in Japan, apparently. <laughs> Vending machines! <laughs> Uh, I love the vibe of this show. This show is just good vibes. Good, good vibes. I mean, I'm sure that the manga is very good. Uh, the character designs are nice. I, I almost instantly was like, this is the Takashi Gashi person, isn't it? Yeah, yes, okay, yes uh, it is. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, without a doubt, uh, best opening of the season by Lucky Country Mile. Oh, best ending, too. Oh, yeah, 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 that too. Oh, that <laughs> ending is so good. Hmm. And uh, I, I love that High Dive actually, you know, gives us the lyrics. I am very Some cool. people. That is nice. It is appreciated. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely good. Some describe it as a fully coolly lo-fi. Jack, I, I I think I think that's fair. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it yeah, does have kind of fully coolly vibes. I feel. It's an interesting take on vampires. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I, I kind of like that. Um, there's more involved in turning somebody into a vampire. Like you, you actually have to uh, be in love with the person for them to become a vampire. It's, it's an interesting wrinkle, which uh, also makes it a lot easier for Nazuna to <laughs> nibble on multiple people without uh, much trouble. <laughs> But uh, they recently introduced uh, an office worker lady who who shows up for a massage because that's one of Nazuna's side hustles. <laughs> and or should I say, it's not a side hustle per se; it's more like her only form of income. Uh, and I was like, "Oh man, am I relating to this character?" Let <laughs> <laughs> less so the uh, the junior hire, but still his. His uh, existential quandary does ring for probably most young adults. It's good stuff. It's, uh, it's definitely one of the worthwhile shows to watch. And it's getting a dub, so if you want to be lazy about it, you just wait for that. Uh, yeah. That's Which cool. I will. I mean, that's probably not the best plan, because you're going to be overloaded with all those false shows, and then the dub will come out. <laughs> I mean, it's still, it's, it's gonna be there. It's gonna be there waiting for me. <laughs> sure. But, uh, it's, uh, oh gosh, what is the name of that actress? Uh, it's Aqua. Uh, so, uh, Sora Aramia. So, yeah, so, Sora Aramia. Uh, she's so good as Nazuna. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I also like her as Chizuru and rent a girlfriend, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Definitely not her best work in Rent a Girlfriend. But, uh, yeah, as, as Nazuna, she's fantastic. <laughs> good good stuff. Yeah. Best girl of the season, perhaps? <laughs> best girl? I mean, there's some steep competition to be found. Possibly here, with a show that I will give a terrible elevator pitch to. What if John Wick, but Moe... 
Yes. And based, because that's what you get with Lycoris Recoil. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm caught up on this one. It is a lot of... Uh, sorry, uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, basically, a centuries around a serious uh, government organization of assassins that are all uh, disguised as high school girls, because uh, apparently that is the... F- because apparently that is the most effective form of camouflage in Japan, which you know Makes what that perfect is. Perfect sense to which, me. Which, you know what? Yeah, that actually does out. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, so there are two main characters. One uh, is this girl named uh, Takeda, who um, uh, who used to be part of like the main agency, but then kind of got uh, kicked out when uh, she went a little too gung ho on a mission and almost uh, got one of her teammates killed. Uh, so uh, she, uh, so she gets sent uh, off base to uh, this cafe where another top agent stays. Uh, that agent is a girl named uh, Isano, who is that's uh, who is uh, who is a lot of fun. She's kind of very peppy and energetic, and uh, she and and uh, she's also effectively a super soldier. She can like dodge bullets and whatnot. Uh, but uh, she also has a uh, but she also has a very specific non-killing rule, and at truth that end, she has like rubber bullets and whatnot. Uh, apparently, rubber bullets that are somehow strong enough to pierce through, you know, armored cars and stuff. But uh, don't question it. Are you telling me that she's Batman? Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fantastic! And can I just say? How nice it is that without any you know build up to just uh, as a pleasant surprise, this show features an interracial gay couple just hanging out in the bar. Just thank you for that show. I appreciate that. Oh uh, 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 yeah, that yeah, that was pretty interesting. There was uh, uh, there was no indi- there was no uh, indication of that with either character or him. So that was actually a pretty nice twist. And like, and they actually make, and they actually managed to make it into a pretty effective plot thread. So that was also pretty cool. And so, and uh, and, uh, and uh, hey, it gives me hope that the show will maybe commit with the two leads and won't just you know back out because it's gonna do the Bowie thing. That would be nice. They do seem very close. Uh, so, oh yeah, oh yeah, they seem very, uh, yeah, they seem very. Okay, uh, yeah, to pull out the grandma quote, they seem like very good friends. <laughs> <laughs> they are closest cousins. <laughs> ah, very good, very good, very good. Okay, let's see uh, what we've got here coming up next. If I can pull up my freaking notes. Uh, Oh, only possibly the best show of the entire season. And it's from Netflix. Who would have guessed? Yes, it is the uh, unassuming and also deeply engrossing Uncle from Another World. Yeah, post isekai is a great idea. And I appreciate all the Sega references. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I only saw the first episode, but I was pretty amused by it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> guy wakes up after being isekai'd, uh, 
and his nephew, who seems to be the only member of the family who gives a darn, uh, sees him when he wakes up, and he's like, yeah, I was, uh, I was in another world for the past 17 years. Oh. Sure you were. No, no, really. Let me try some magic. It doesn't work. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. I need to do it in Japanese. That works. Holy crap, you did come from another world. We can exploit this for money. <laughs> and YouTube fame. Don't forget the YouTube fame. And YouTube fame, of course. And, of course, instantly people are like, mm, fake. Totally fake. I've seen better effects other places. <laughs> also, you don't have to pay a shipping fee if you can just go there yourself. Yeah, it's it's freaking great. Uh, I I really want to, <laughs> I really want to to see more about uh, the obvious relationships that he developed in the other worlds, and how the the nephew kind of pieces together how the girls actually feel about the old man, because <laughs> <laughs> they clearly did like him, but he didn't understand the concept of Sundere, despite. Watching Evangelion. As, as, okay, yeah, 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 this guy pointed out to me on Twitter, but like, the whole, yeah, the whole joke about the uncle not understanding Sudere's is ridiculous because they very specifically say that Sudere's didn't become a big thing until, I think it was either 2002 or 2004, they said, but it's like, either way, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, Ava was a thing, Ranma one half was a thing. Yeah, Ranma like, was definitely a thing. <laughs> Come on. Vegeta was around. <laughs> uh, and this man has a very deep fondness for Sega. Yeah. Sure is a shame when he found out what happened to them. <laughs> he seems to have taken it and strive. Yeah. Oh, you bought me a Sega Saturn? You're the best nephew ever. Hey, man, those Sega Saturns, they uh, command a pretty high price nowadays. Yeah, they're probably a bit more affordable in Japan, but I'm sure oh, they're yeah. still quite expensive. Yeah, mo mostly, mostly because their used market is not, you know, stupid insane like ours with Ugh. everything. It's a joke. Yeah, a bad it's joke. Something. Yeah. Give me a yeah. dub and I will watch it because, uh... This is a very interesting take on the whole isekai uh, trend. Yeah. What happens uh, when you come back from that world? I imagine it'll get a dub eventually, but I do appreciate that they are sort of simulcasting it. <laughs> I mean, two, two weeks is better than nothing. Yeah. Oh, it's two weeks? I thought it was just one. Eh, still. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... It's better than months. It's better than whatever the heck's going on with summertime rendering. Yeah. Yeah, it Yeah. It's, uh, it's slight progress, but you can do better, Netflix. You can do better. They can do better. They, 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 just, they just choose not to. This is, uh, sadly the truth. You hate to see it. Yeah. All right. More uh, new shows for the season that might be worth checking out. I, I don't know. Maybe. Depends on your taste. Like uh, Phantom of the Idol. 
Um, I did watch the first episode of this. It seemed uh, pretty all right. Uh, basically, uh, there's a basically there's this male idol who male idol who's part of a idol duo. Uh, his partner takes the job very seriously and is very passionate about it. He does not uh, kind of low key hates the job and is really only doing it to get because he thought it would be easy money. So he kind of sucks. And then uh, one day on the job, uh, he runs into a mysterious idol girl who turns out to be a ghost of an idol who died on the job. Uh, so, uh, main dude has a brilliant idea of letting the idol ghost possess him while he's doing shows, so uh, he can do better without having to do any work himself. And that is, like, the basic gist of things. Yeah, uh, props to the voice actor of the guy for embodying both these personalities very well. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and uh, uh, now Toyama plays the the idol girl when she's speaking in her own voice. And it's very cute. She's doing her cute voice. Uh, she, she has a clear passion for the idol industry. This guy clearly does not. So, that's that should be uh, a fun juxtaposition. Uh, it's certainly an interesting concept. Uh, I enjoyed what I saw the first episode. Mm. I really hate the puffy collars on those guys' outfits. <laughs> they are ugly. And also, when they animate them in CGI, the coats look too big and puffy and wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it's unpleasant to look at. The CG dancing is a little. Uh, well, is it even CG? I don't know. It, but it looks funky either way. Oh, it's definitely CG, <laughs> and it does look funky. Um, they. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, if they <laughs> if they put their efforts towards the not idle parts, okay, sure. But ho- hopefully, the not idle parts are engaging enough because oh boy (laughs) it's not pretty to look at definitely seen worse but kind of takes me out of it when it happens (laughs) these darn fluffy collars they're just wrong I'll take your word for it then Uh, so let's just move on to this next show on the list the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Ah. This one gets you in the warm fuzzies. Yeah, I have not seen this one, but I've heard it is very cute. It is super duper cute. If, uh... I mean, the, there's certain things it might have in common with uh, Kotaro Lives Alone, but uh, it's it's also... Uh, I mean, I, can, I mean, that's something that would be important in its favor. So uh, you're telling me, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, what is another show? It's fairly similar to. I mean, like, okay. okay I mean, I know there's one thing I hope it's not similar to, but uh, we didn't talk about that. Oh, it was leaning towards sweetness and lightning, though. That's an actually a father and daughter situation. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cute. Uh, this tough Yakuza 
guy in the family is tasked with taking care of the the boss's daughter who's grade school age just uh just a little thing and uh very very sadly her mother has been in a coma for however many years and uh she's kind of been raised by her aunt but now the the boss wants uh his number one guy to learn some responsibility and has decided the best way to do that is to entrust him with the safety of his daughter. Okay. (laughs) But it's clear that this guy, though he's very, very tough and you don't want to mess with him, he's a big softy. (laughs) He's He's just a sweet, sweet guy. So, it's... It's very soothing. I highly, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it if you can. If you can watch a subtitled soothing show, I know that that could be <laughs> a bit difficult because you're like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> but no, nah, I've, nah, I've never. It's, it's kind, of, it's uh, kept my attention for sure. Good stuff. All right. All right. Now we get to uh, possibly a rather, uh, dare I say, good Isekai series in a sea of terrible ones. Probably. Parallel World Pharmacy. Uh, Dio Media keeps picking the right Isekais to adapt. (laughs) Nothing too intense, nothing too outrageous, just... Folks helming the pharmaceutical magic in a world where that doesn't exist. It's little pharma against big pharma. Mm. Yeah, especially considering these bumpkins have been uh, doing very unsanitary things to help cure their ailments, which, um, don't do that. Yeah. You know what you all did. Well, they also have the uh, interesting ability to, like, take a sample of something and then, like, appraise it with magic to determine the illness of somebody, which is interesting. But the main character, he he, he has his own uh, superpower that he can put, uh, <laughs> he can kind of stick his hand over his eyes and make the binoculars with his hand and then he can see with his special eye the uh, ailment and if it can be cured or not. Pretty OP. Pretty neat. Also, he's got super crazy magic power. But uh, this is yet another case of a person who dies from overworking. You're uh, you're really saying something at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is becoming an uh, increasingly common trend and I don't think I like it. Well, it's realistic, I suppose. Uh, I mean, uh, really, uh, hampering it is an escape fantasy. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a brilliant guy wakes up in the body of a ten-year-old boy who recently got electrocuted and kind of uses that as his reasoning as to why he's acting so different. (laughs) 
I have a completely different personality. It's because I was uh, struck by lightning. That'll do it. And, uh, eventually, he kind of goes with the the theory that people craft regarding him that he is the embodiment of their healing god, the Panictheos. And he's like, uh, that's not true, but I guess I'll let you believe it. <laughs> it's, a, it's a convenient way to get around the uh, obstacles that might occur. But uh, he immediately shows his prowess and is rewarded with his pharmacy, which is called the Otherworld Pharmacy. <laughs> and yeah, people don't quite take a liking to a 10-year-old running a pharmacy in the kingdom, but... You know, he wins him over eventually. <laughs> He's a very good boy. And uh, I, I do enjoy these kinds of isekai where they introduce things into society to try to benefit it. Definitely wish fulfillment. <laughs> and thankfully, there is no slavery to be found in this show. Uh, definitely a marketed improvement over the other yeah. isekai to see them. <laughs> Though I must uh, warn all those people to watch out for a true foe in the form of Epstein Barr virus, the worst kind of herpes. Oi. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, it's it. It seems like it could be a problem that the fact that he's actually a heretic in some people's eyes, and that could that could definitely be a problem. But. Oh. They'll, they'll figure it out. Probably. Yeah. It's it's cute. Yeah. All right. We have one more main show here to talk about in our big uh, new show pile. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we're only doing this just so that Yazzie doesn't try to uh, kill us. Tokyo Mew Mew New. Uh, yeah. I've actually been keeping up with this one. Also, just as a side, I was very amused that when this came out, uh... I'm pretty sure episode one, like, broke high dive for a while. And, uh, and, like, and yet they, like, and yet they currently have not confirmed it's gonna get down. I mean, it probably is, but, uh, we're not, was not, like, an immediate thing they have people to do after that, but, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, support your Jojo. Support more Jojo, guys. Seriously. You should, uh, definitely dump this, uh, Sentai. I was like, ah, but, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying, yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. Admittedly, I only have vague memories of, uh, it's not vague memories of Mimu Power from when I was a kid, like, I remember this, I remember the theme song, but that's basically it. But, uh, I was like, ah, but, yeah, this has been a pretty fun, uh, old JoJo throwback. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, you've got your main character who's, like, you know, starting... I say, I'm starting high school, wants to, you know, like, start a relationship with, like, some um, new guy she's met. And it's like, and it's like, but what's, uh, but when you know it, so, uh, but when you know it, she gets hit by some magical ray and, uh, finds out she's supposed to, uh, save the planet from aliens and, uh, gets magical girl powers based off of endangered species, which, um, as a very disappointing aside, um, it is attempt to keep. Uh, they have attempt to modernize this show, and uh, one of the more depressing ways they modernized it is that uh, the number of endangered species has gone up from when the manga first came out. So, uh, yeah, let that sink in. 
Yeah, that definitely was depressing. Yeah. I only have a smidgen of nostalgia for Mew Mew from the four kids days, but I, I did enjoy watching it back then. So I decided to check this out, and I've been enjoying it. I I like it. The the girls are fun. Uh, you know, it's it's pretty basic shoujo, but there's some interesting stuff going on. Oh, so, oh yeah, so, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, pretty fun. And then you know, you, oh, so, oh, pretty fun. Um, uh, yeah, I like a lot of the girl. I like the girls. They have some pretty fun chemistry. As a, and, uh, and, like, and, it has, and it has been pretty interesting uh, seeing my friends who do have the sounds for this show uh, thirsting over the alien boy who has really bad consent problems. Ah, uh, quiche. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, everybody talks about quiche, but am I the only one that's weirded out by the fact that Aoyama oh. is like, here, I gotta put this cat bell on you so uh, I know where uh, you are uh, at all uh, times. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, that was all is it weird. sweet or is it creepy? I'm leaning towards creepy. Uh, yeah, that was also <laughs> like, uh, maybe don't do that. <laughs> like, uh, okay, I kind of understand the story reason for this because he's concerned that she's always disappearing on him. But, but uh, that seems uh, more than a little controlly. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Why can't we have nice boys in shoujo? with the other guy the cafe, he seems. Yeah, uh, he's he's a, an upstanding gentleman. Uh, he's I think cool. there's, uh, there's there's nothing I need to worry about with him, right? Right? Please. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, but uh, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I've been enjoying this one so far. Uh, it's like, uh, yep, yeah, uh, giving me pretty good nineties for a back. It's not, I mean, not as fun as like you know your average big here, but uh, it's a pretty good time. My only contribution to this is a fun fact about the original Tokyo Mew series. Who was the director for that series? Uh, you mean... Uh, it was Ori uh, Yabe, wasn't it? Yes, it was, and I think that's neat. Huh. Uh, he, he, sure has, he sure has got the round. Yep. Sure has. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have anything to say about the show. It's definitely, uh, not a show for, uh, me, but, you know, whatever. It's got a clean visual style it's uh, definitely more consistent than the uh, original was as uh, <laughs> i have seen the screen caps like oh oh boy they uh, they redid a lot of that uh, yeah oh yeah i have been yeah i have been digging the animation so i wanted uh, it's it's pretty nice uh, definitely a better example of how to a uh, modernize an old magical girl thing than uh the first season of Sailor Moon crystal oh you went there <laughs> oh boy, that oh, was dear. ugly. <laughs> All right then. So that's uh, most of the new shows that are probably worth checking out. But we have an everything else pile to get to, so let's get to everything else with this uh, Strike Witches spinoff, Luminous Witches. Uh, I can't say I have. Yep, I have no stakes in Strike Witches, so I have not. Yep. 
I got nothing. Yeah. We, we told you this season was kind of eh. We also have uh, the second part of Orient, which looks like the second part of Orient. Uh, I should probably maybe get around to the dub. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, the show does not look good at all. But, Just okay, watching uh, Monty instead. Okay, yeah, but okay, but I did like Monty, but I did like Monty a lot, so I do feel obligated to at least give this a decent go. So yeah, like eventually, mm. I may watch it. Hmm. All right, uh, we have an Ilka production that I guarantee you nobody's talking about. KJ file. Uh, I did not. I had literally not heard of this until just now, so that pretty much tells you everything. Same. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah. Um. As far as I know, this doesn't have anyone licensing it. Hmm. Well, that would explain it. That's certainly weird. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, we have another Aniplex show for the season, Engage Kiss. Uh, I did watch the first episode of this. Uh, basically, uh, the general purpose of this is uh, there's uh, kind of this scrubby dude who's a monster hunter. Uh <coughs> Uh, he has a pink-haired girlfriend who's, like, secretly a vampire or something. And then, uh, there's a, and then, like, an ex-girlfriend who's, like, like, who's also a monster hunter, and, uh, so, and, uh, the three of them have, uh, kind of wild interactions. I was very amused that, like, episode one ended in a cat fight between, like, the current, the current girlfriend and the ex. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, they were having, like, a cat fight while fighting the monster. That was... That was pretty good. Uh, I I'm amused by the concept of uh, somebody like <laughs> bidding the lowest bid for uh, this these monster catching jobs. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I will admit I am I will admit I am intrigued to well maybe not catch up on this, but I will definitely catch up on the dub uh, because I have been seeing uh, that the news character they introduce is like some uh, cute priest lady and that. She's, and that, uh, from what I'm hearing, she's apparently like another a former ex of the main dude. And that, oh, uh, boy. Yeah, and that, uh, and that apparently a, and that apparently at some point, uh, and, uh, like, and I kid you not, like, I kid you not, this is apparently a thing that happened. At some point, uh, at some point he apparently poisoned her with, again, I kid you not, some kind of neurotoxin that was put around his dick. Oh. I'm sorry, could you repeat that for me slower? <laughs> no. I don't want to hear that. Uh, well, I was looking forward to hearing Howard's performance as this guy, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'll still check out the dub. <laughs> Evidently, this is a mixed media project with Square Enix uh, making a sequel in the form of a mobile game. <laughs> oh goody, a MOBA. <laughs> yeah, of of all the shows that have 
weird kiss spell contract things in, in it. J- just watch Bastard instead. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's another one. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> we're just about to talk about another one involving oh, yeah. that. Vermeil in gold. Another one. Uh, yeah, I have not actually seen this, but from what I hear, it is uh, kind of like a decent throwback to, you know, your standard, uh, you know, like your standard, uh, fan service scratch. But you know what, uh, but you know what, uh, given how much modern standards have gotten evolved, I'll take that. <laughs> okay, yeah. um... So, guy goes to magic school, uh... He's apparently a really good mage, but he hasn't been successful at summoning anything, and he's about to fail. So he gets a special book, and he summons a demon, who is a big titty waifu. And uh, the reason why he succeeds in that is because his mana is so potent that it's too much for the lesser creatures to handle. So they couldn't manage to be summoned, but she loves it. Oh, she loves it. And he has a childhood friend who is immediately uh, not thrilled that he summoned a big titty waifu. Yeah. Let it be known, this guy is only willing to go to first base. Nothing more. I think I've seen more than a kiss. (laughs) Maybe second then. (laughs) But definitely not third. No. No, no, no. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, this is certainly a ridiculous concept, but <laughs> there's a fair point. Everybody else has their familiars, like, sitting on them, so why can't he have his familiar sitting on his lap? It's fair. It's a fair question. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I hope that the... The story is actually something. I haven't seen more than two episodes, so I couldn't say, but it's entertaining. <laughs> okay. All right, we have a key project here, Prima Doll. Oh, it's a key project. Uh, yeah, I had not seen this. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I knew it was a key thing, and that it's apparently very sad, but, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, like, mostly over keys up at this point. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a sad first episode about a robot that can't remember the time that it's spent with a little girl before, and the little girl remembers fondly, and so this robot does wake up for some reason involving the lead prima doll girl, I think, and uh, she's like, well, I'm faking it, but I don't actually remember this girl, and I should really stop this before I break her heart even more. So, it's, uh... It's pretty sad. Wasn't that the plot to an episode of All My Circuits with Calculon? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Maybe so. It's it's a nice looking show, as yeah. most key things are. <laughs> yeah. Then we get to this. Extreme Hearts. What even is this? <laughs> it's a crappy seven arcs show. 
Oh, you want your idol career to blow up? Here's an idea. Don't focus on being an idol. Instead, learn all these sports so you can participate in this sports thing where everybody has souped up gear to make them superhuman, and then you'll get enough clout to be a singer again. Okay. Sure. Uh, seems like uh, some pretty big steps in logic there. It it really does. Uh, I, if, if I had to guess, they just kind of wanted to make a show where girls play all the sports. Uh, yep, and I guess uh, they didn't want to, you know, just uh, do it on this season about a laugh lead, so we got this. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> obviously, they did not want to give this the blue period budget. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it looks decent. <laughs> that's, that's, decent that's, is not what you go for for idle crossfit sports. Uh, let me step that up. It, it looks fine. It's It doesn't look bad at all. But it's pretty bland. <laughs> Despite the neon outfits. Okay, I mean, okay, I mean, again, it is impressive to say, but the low bar for the season is planet with is... If, I mean, Biscuit Hammer, if you're doing better than that, you're, you're okay. Oh, yeah, it's way better than Biscuit Hammer's animation. <laughs> but it's still nothing to write home about. And yeah. uh, the, the plot is kind of nonsensical. Except this one girl wants to learn all the sports, even though she's naturally athletic, but maybe not really familiar with most sports. And her one friend who used to play soccer, but is sad because it doesn't always work out when you're playing a sport. And she's like, you shouldn't start playing sports because then you'll feel sad when it doesn't work out. Okay. Yeah, that's encouraging. But it only takes about half of an episode for her to be like, okay, I'm going to join the team. Also, there is inexplicably like four humanoid androids all with white hair that are assigned to learn a sport. What? <laughs> you can sense. buy a team. <laughs> check that out, I? How does she have the money for that? She just got fired. <laughs> Several leaps of logic in this. Uh, <laughs> what I'm going to say is the description of this show sounded way more interesting than the show actually is. Uh, check that. Yeah, that's pretty much what I would have said. <clears throat> okay. Oh, be honest, you didn't even remember. <laughs> How do you not remember that? Alright, that's fair. Alright, and next we have... Oh, this is a project White Fox is working on this season, instead of Doubles Apart Timer. Enjoy that uh, game world he checks with Utsunade uh, Rumino, Mask of Truth, Whoop Dee Dee. Is it okay, Alex? Look, you need to say it the proper way. Underwater Rumino. <laughs> if that's an in joke, I don't know what it is. It's an old joke, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a pretty old joke. Yeah. Well, see, I don't really get that joke, so. um. <laughs> is there is there anything we can say about this show? Uh, I mean, yeah, I haven't seen it. I mean, I did. Okay, like I did watch the most the underwater Ray Romano series before this, but it is not always pretty 
All right, so, uh, yeah, this is probably fine. I just uh, haven't seen it, so I got nothing to contribute. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I should not do these lists first thing in the morning when I write them all down on one day because I make so many typos. Anyway, the maid I hired recently is mysterious. It's that maid bait show. (laughs) It's the Duke of Death if there wasn't any death involved. (laughs) It's cute. I do wonder what the story is with the maid. She is certainly mysterious. But the the kids' accusations of her are absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and, yeah, this is kind of following the trend of teasing shows where the girl tries to tease and then gets the reverse unoed immediately. <laughs> oh, you? Yeah. Like... The next show on this list. <laughs> oh, yeah. When will Ayumu make his move? This is just reverse Takagi. <laughs> yeah. Complete with forehead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing more need be said. So we have... More uh, footy time with shoot goal to the future. Watched one episode of this because it was dubbed. Uh, didn't leave much of an impression. The main guy seems really sundere about joining the soccer team. Uh, yeah, I've heard uh, this didn't look particularly great, which is uh, kind of depressing. I don't know what's based off of like a really old manga, apparently, but uh, I don't got the most interesting thing it has going for it. Yeah, you'd be better off with Dao Ashi. Uh, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Now we get all caps SHINE POST. Uh, I mean, it seems like a perfectly alright idle thing. I don't have anything else to say, really. Look, I'm sorry, I've set the bar at idols involving possessions of other bodies. And, uh, this, this just isn't that. It ain't it, Chief. I did, did not watch it. Yeah, I don't think I even realized that this was a thing until today. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was a thing, I just never got around to it. Okay, well, maybe we'll try our luck with this next show, an adaptation of a Nitro Plus game, Smile of the Ars Notoria, the animation. Uh, yeah, I mean, all I know is this was described as, like, uh, Kaon and Hogwarts, and, uh, I have not seen Kaon, so, uh, yeah. That sounds fairly accurate. I was trying to figure out what their money system is. <laughs> it's not the same one as Made in Abyss, per se. Few <laughs> uh, are! Yeah. Yeah. But they're you like, want- you, d- you don't have enough <laughs> of whatever to get these pastries. Oh, but you can afford biscuits. 
If you want the good lighting film stuff, go watch Call of the Night and watch Bastard Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy. <laughs> uh, yes, the character designs will definitely remind you of ReZero. <laughs> Alright, and now we get to uh, one of the big cash grabs of the Bushy Road Corporation, the newest entry of this franchise, Card Fight Vanguard Will Dress. Uh, yeah, uh, admittedly, I, admittedly, I haven't seen any overdress past the first season, which I was slightly amused by. But, uh, as, yeah. uh, I, I, I mean, but the later stuff hasn't had stuff like, uh, like impromptu wrestler matches, so it's been kind of disappointing. <laughs> Look, I set yet. the bar at cross dressing in the first episode, and if you don't have that, then I'm not watching your card game show. Like, yeah, like Overdress had Hiroshi Tanahashi getting involved with kink shaming. Maybe this season will have I don't know Will Osprey or someone. <laughs> Okay, next we get to actually let me let me let me pull up the the little chart here. Okay, so we have that. Okay, so we have the second series following two OVAs and a net project for the Prince of Tennis 2 called the Prince of Tennis 2 U17 World Cup. The sequel to the Prince of Tennis 2 from 2012. Uh, there's sure a lot of Prince of Tennis. Yeah, they're going to keep Howard Wing very busy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wasn't this the one where, like, is that, uh, that where, like, the new characters are, are voiced by, like, the old, like the old, are voiced by, like, uh, the main cast of, uh, the... Is that, like, the main team? And yes, Chad. We, uh, we talked about that last time. Andrew brought it up. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah, I just wanted to be sure because, again, there's a lot of Prince Tennis. Yeah. <laughs> Though I, I imagine for some folks, it's just, uh... It's just tennis! <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Prince of Tennis has always been tennis ball Z. Yeah, once you're in... That's why I'm not in yet. I know if I go in, I'm not coming out the same way. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> Tennis. <laughs> uh, okay. Next we have... Um, it's late, so I'm not going to scream super loud, but we have... <clears throat> cover your ears, kids. Tap Laughing till you cry. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I haven't seen this one, um, the most, the most notable, as I, I mean, I've heard it's, like, a pretty, kind of, eh, uh, take on Manzai comedy, and the most interesting thing about it was, uh, that, uh, it got, uh, taken off air because of, uh, the Abe assassination. Yeah. Oops. Uh, episode plot that bad was, uh, timing it, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, it is interesting that got pulled but and uh, yet Link and Sprinkle was able to air despite prominently featuring guns but uh context term. matters <laughs> context matters this is true uh, so 
this is a show in a similar vein to that Mayetsu from however long ago, which did get dubbed. Uh, I remember watching the first one or two episodes of that one and thinking, eh, this is okay, but it's not, it's not really grabbing me. But watching the first episode of Tepin, um, you know, I, I think just the fact that it's not chibi, I already like it more. <laughs> And uh, some of the girls' groups seem pretty amusing to me. It it has potential, but I haven't seen more than one episode. Hmm. All right. That leads us to another show that's getting kind of buried along the wayside. Shine On, Bakumatsu Bad Boys. Uh, yeah, I did watch the uh, first episode of this. It seemed pretty all right. Uh also has uh, character designs from uh, Hiroki Takei, the Chama King creator, so that's neat. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, basic, uh, yeah, but uh, the basic gist of this is uh, this takes place during, uh, I think, like, shortly before the Meiji Revolution, so, like, uh, the Shinsen and Gumi are still around, but uh, all their, uh, but all the top members of the Shinsen and Gumi got assassinated, so, uh, uh, so, uh, so what? So uh, one of the remaining members uh, kidnaps a bunch of uh, kid, uh, kidnaps a bunch of criminals and says, "Hey, uh, so uh, you guys are gonna be the new Shinsengumi Sansons, or uh, you can just die." So uh, they all choose to become the new Shinsengumi Sansons. And uh, so yeah, and uh, you know they've all got your standard stock personalities. One's like a thief. Uh, one is like you know this angry boy who like really hates. Uh, Samurai, and as I end up, you know, you have more unfortunate, stomach, more unfortunate ones like uh, the chubby one who sure likes to eat a lot because apparently that's all you can do with a chubby character. That's really annoying. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, this one seemed fine. I did, I did it the first episode was like kind of, but that was kind of alright. But I just haven't gotten back to it. Uh, the other interesting thing of note is that it has a is that the opening is by the lead singer of TM Revolution, which is shocking because that guy just, uh, because that guy rarely does anything he's not interested in, so it's weird they got him for this, but, uh, okay. Huh. Alright. Okay. And we end things off with Isekai Singularity, My Isekai Life. Uh, sure that he's a guy. Yeah, I, I took one look at it, saw that it involved dark wolves and slimes, and I was like, I feel like I've seen this before. <laughs> there is nothing new in this show. Everything has been done before, sometimes by better shows. Uh, yeah. Yes, as uh, Jeff has mentioned, the similarities between this and Black Summoner are, um, startling. What? <laughs> You keep mentioning Jeff's takes enough, and you're going to have to start paying him. <laughs> In G Fuel! <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, so, uh, but don't worry, Alex. I'm sure there'll be, like, you know, 10 more he's got to talk about during the fall. Oh, good. <laughs> There's no escape. There really is no escape. They just keep churning them out. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm hopefully at some point Japan will get over that trend. I don't know what it'll be, but Maybe someday. 
Guys, just think about it. We're going to get to talk about the vending machine show. Oh, yeah. Okay, that one does at least sound amusing. That, that is the diamond in the rough. But, uh, yeah, that's... Oh, now boy. I just need that I opened a pizza place with my elf wife. No, well, at least they're doing Delicious Dungeon. Oh yeah, that got announced that's uh, not long ago too. Man, it's just oof. yeah, that that is your summer season. It's very much not a great season, but maybe it's by design considering what's coming up in a matter of weeks. Oh uh, yeah, but uh, it's a great time Man. to catch up on stuff. I sure yeah. wish that Birdie Wing had just continued into s- summer. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, uh, it gives Crunchyroll Roll time to dub it. Please. Just Please. Hmm. Well, somebody needs to dub it. I, I feel like we can't really leave without mentioning one more show, possibly the other best anime of the season. Primal Season 2. Nah! <laughs> Yes, it continues to be quite fantastic. That fifth episode was not what I was expecting, but that that just opens the door wide open now. Mm-hmm. I like the hell out of it. And there you have it! <laughs> I was just waiting for the whole episode for that. <laughs> ah, so yeah, that, that was uh, good, and... Holy freaking crap, we actually managed to do an entire season under three hours for once. Well, that's because it's this season. Yeah, that's not going to happen next season. But there is, there is, there is a plan in place. There is a, there is a plan in place for us to get through that super loaded season, and we will get to that in October. We don't have to worry about it right now. Yes. Yeah, so there uh, you yeah. go, everybody. In the meantime, if you, you know, need stuff to watch, they, you know, they did put up both of the dubs of Vinland Saga on Netflix and High Dive. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, People still care about Vinland Saga, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, per- yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen all the Netflix ones, so personally, right now, I'd very highly recommend a Sentai one. It's very good. Cool. Hmm. I wasn't right. sure which one to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, well, the uh, the Netflix dub is arguably more uh, ephemeral. As, I mean, okay. I I mean, the thing I liked about the that die one is that it has a uh, it goes a lot more colorful with the prose, and it also has like a lot of really interesting career highlight performances from a lot of Houston regulars, including David Paul doing a really really. Really good job with Ascalon. Like you had me at David Walt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there you go, everybody. Uh, summer season. Just watch me one saga. <laughs> <laughs> that did come out in July, so you know it kind of counts. Sure. All right, but uh, yeah. So any final words before we head out of here for a short while? <laughs> Um. So, uh, so, so, uh, they think they're going to add a cake patch for Bob and Fortnite. What even is this game anymore? 
I don't know, man, don't know. but uh, I'm I'm amused by people who are like, I'm finally going to live out my fantasy of having Vegeta shoot Sasuke. <laughs> Stop giving Tim Sweeney your money, you gullible morons. Yeah, I've never put any money into Fortnite. I'm not going to lie, I almost want the deep stuff. Ugh. They might get me with One Piece. <laughs> don't give them ideas, Sketch. I mean, I didn't cave on Spider-Man. But I definitely thought about it. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I didn't do what I get a dream, so I would like, that would particularly dump me, so I think I'm okay. Now, Alex, what if you could play as Inuyasha with an AK? That just sounds stupid. It does sound stupid. Plus, we have, we have Mugen! A game that's totally free. <laughs> True that. Well, I guess uh, with that recommendation to play Mugen instead of Fortnite, I'll do it. So thank you for listening to this lax summer season edition of Podcast ONA. We hope you'll come back next time for some movie talk because, yes, movies are coming back to the show for the first time in a while. But that'll be next time. So until then... Uh, happy summer season. Go 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 to the, go to your backlog. Go go watch Given. Go watch the Given dub. Do it. I'm commanding you. Do it. It's quite good. It's a good. One.